Hello and welcome. Thank you for reserving this hour for me, with me, for me, with me. I am your host, Coach Debbie, and this is Story You Talk Radio, where I help you discover your voice and tell your story. I am a writing coach here in the Seattle area, and I help people write their books. I help people get in touch with their brands, write their speeches, and really just be more and more expressive in their daily life. I have a website, www.coachdebbie, and that's D-E-B-B-Y dot com. And I would be more than happy to talk to you about whatever sort of project you've got going on. You can always sign up at www.coachdebbie.com for a consultation or you might want to just sign up for the newsletter and that'll tell you about the upcoming topics for this show and any fun events I have going on. Speaking of which, I am going to offer a mastermind group. Have you ever been in a mastermind? This is when you bring your greatest thoughts together with about 10 other people, maybe a few more. And you really get down to understanding some sort of topic or chapter in your life that you feel needs examining. So maybe it's the topic of your book. Maybe it's how you're going to live longer. Maybe it's how you're going to follow a more rigorous and sober lifestyle. I have no idea. It's what is inside of you and stirring in you that you bring to the mastermind. And you're really not the same person when you leave. Give us 90 days and see who you are at the end of that. I think you'll like it. Again, that's at www.coachdebbie.com. Today, we are going to talk about, are you too busy to love your life? My hope is you are not too busy to love your life, that you are loving your life every day. But I know what it is like to fall into the pattern of sometimes getting a little too busy. I also remember what it was like to be chronically busy. And that's really what we're addressing today. Writers know all about being too busy because... We know that we use our busyness to make ourselves feel a little more productive about our books than we are. It's one of those little capes that has to come off at some point. But when it does, it helps us get just a little bit more honest and a lot more focused. If you're one of those people who's wondering, am I too busy to really love my life? I invite you to write in today. You can always write to me at Facebook Messenger, and that's my personal page, Debbie Handrich. It is spelled just like it sounds, H-A-N-D-R-I-C-H, and Debbie is spelled with a Y. And you can send me an email, D-E-B-B-Y at CoachDebbie.com. You can even call in, and the phone number is one 888 298-5569. And when you do that, you're going to hear the wonderful voice of my engineer. And I want you to tell him what is on your mind. I completely lost my train of thought when I said that, Eric. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing okay. Looking forward to hearing from some callers. So am I. I think today would be a lovely day for some callers. I wonder, Eric, are you someone who has ever fallen into the pattern of being a little too busy? Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. 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 And did you find relief when you changed that? Uh, that would imply that I've changed it. And uh-huh. I can't. I can't honestly say that I've changed it completely. I've I've done what I could to kind of mitigate things and kind of s- schedule things so that uh, I had some downtime 
here and there for sure. Um, but uh, I'm definitely looking forward to the day when my hands are uh, less full. Good, <laughs> good. I have some tips for you today. Excellent. I'll be listening intently, taking oh, good. notes. Good. That's the voice of Eric Ryder. When you call in, you will hear him. He will take down your question and get it to me. And we just need your first name, perhaps your age if you want to share it, and where you are calling in from. In the Seattle area, we are at KKNW 1150 AM. We are coming to you live every Thursday at 4 p.m. You can listen through the KKNW app. You can listen through the TuneIn app. I've been using that app. It's quite nice. You can always catch the replay on iTunes or on Podcast One, which is all one word, Podcast One. And again, if you subscribe to my newsletter, you get not only the links to past shows, but any codes to discounts and other fun things. So let's move on with our topic. Are you too busy to love your life? Most people are permanently busy because once you start to get busy, it sort of becomes a way of life. Something that writers know about busyness is, number one, busyness blocks your creativity. So think about that for a moment. You might be thinking, you know, what's really wrong with being busy? I'm, I'm doing so much. I'm active. I'm productive. I'm, I'm a smart person. Smart people are busy, right? Well, research is showing us that it is the busy, the chronically busy, that are not really involved in creativity. Something I can tell you about that from the writing standpoint is when I have a deadline and I'm behind, or when I'm involved in doing a lot of editing, or when I have said yes to proofreading too many things, meaning I'm, I'm going to be up late to get things done. It's almost as if the only mind at work is the mind that produces, but not necessarily the mind that imagines and feels inspired and really creates something new. You see, it's, it's that energy that says, I must finish, that is busy. Now think if you were to take this on, I am busy every day. What if every day as you got up, you said to yourself, I'm busy today. I'm busy today. I'm busy yesterday. I'm busy tomorrow. I'm busy the day after. I'm busy. That sends a message to your mind which says there's really not time to create here. There's really not time to be involved in inspiring and new ideas. There's only time to tick things off the list that we already know how to do and try and get that list over and done with. But what if you want to inspire and delight in your day? Can you mix that with busy? Well, maybe a little bit. Maybe you could have a busy morning and a relaxing afternoon. But if you're chronically busy, you're not getting into the creativity of your life. So think about that for a minute while I take a look at who is listening to us live today. Who is writing in and saying, I'm taking notes. I'm a part of that. Looks like we have Drew. We have Marilyn and Antonio. Thank you for listening live. We have Annette. Hi, Annette. Annette was on the show recently. She did a great show with me called Your Professional Image. And that is available on the replays for April 25th. Hi, Annette. Uh, We also have Jim. We have Will. We have Daniela, and we have Justin and Astrid. Thank you. 
Thank you for letting me know you are listening live. And if anyone else is, just send me a little note on Facebook and I will give a shout out to you. How can I help you today as you think about your busyness? What would make sense to you and your world if you slowed down just a little bit and made more time for something? Think about this idea. Your busyness actually creates anxiety. Mm -hmm. Surveys show that the chronically busy person is, are you ready? 60% more anxious than the person who, who checks neutrality, neutral, being sometimes I'm busy, sometimes I'm not. I feel pretty neutral about that question. The person who checks, I feel busy most of the time, is 60% more anxious. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't need more anxiety. Mm-mm. No, I can live without that. I can even tell you that in my writing world, the more busy I am, the chronically more busy I am, I don't just have a little anxiety. My thoughts can get a little morbid, you know? I can creep, you know, kind of towards the edge of that little cliff there. I can get a little scared sometimes. I forget my my strategies, how to focus, how to be present. And really, I, I think a lot of us know that when we are present, we're so much happier. I am currently in a course offered by Robert Holden, my coach, through Hay House Radio. And the course is about success. It's called Success Intelligence. It's a, a course that helps you understand that you have to write your own definition for success in order to really be connected to success. In other words, if I follow the definition that perhaps worked for my father, it might not 100% align with me. Or if I follow the definition that worked for my teacher, it might not 100% really align with who I am. Another thing my teacher Robert Holden says is, if your definition for success doesn't involve love, get a new definition. And here, like if your job doesn't involve some element of love, if you don't love some part of your job, if you don't love the service you offer, if you don't love the results that you work on with a team, if you can't find any love in that job, well, you might want to look at your definition of success because it sounds like it's not really part of your job. And that's just one man's idea, but you know, I've been testing it. I've been testing it quite a bit in my own life. And I do find that the areas where I feel a certain sense of love, I am experiencing a little more success. And where I experience a little more success, hang on tight here, this is why I brought it all up, is where I am not so busy. It's where I'm more neutral. It's where I have time. It's where I feel creative. That chronic idea of being busy was not invented by little children. No, 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 no. Have you ever seen a, a child ticking off all the things he needs to do that day? I mean, they might be a little obsessed with the idea that let's go to Lego town and have some fun. Or they might remind you that you said after dinner we would have dessert. But do you see a child ever with a checklist saying, Mom, we got to make sure these 14 things get done today. That's just not what a child does. And a child, if you ask me, is the epitome of creativity. A child knows how to be in the world and to enjoy the world. 
And like I said earlier, busyness, it blocks our creativity. So if you want to remember how to feel creative and be away from your busyness, watch a little person. See what they can teach you about your day. And notice they don't have a notepad in their hand. They're not trying to get through a massive list. At the same time, I have to honor the idea that a good list, a structured list, a list that honors your time and has a few things on it each day, that's not going to keep you necessarily busy, but it might help you be productive. And I'm guessing that's what a lot of people want. They want productivity in their life. They're tired of being busy. I'm tired of being busy. I try all the time to tell myself busyness is a part of my past. I've actually been working on it very diligently for now 11 years. I I started kind of a new path in my life in 2008. I'll be talking to you a little bit more about that after a break. But I have to say, letting go of busyness has allowed me to feel almost as creative as a little kid. Not all the time, but a lot of the time. Stay tuned. We're going to come right back, and we are going to get to your questions. One eighty over one eleven, and I had a stroke. I couldn't speak or walk. One fifty over ninety, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Head to toe, everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back. This is Story You Talk Radio, and I am your host, Coach Debbie. We are talking today about your busy life, and are you too busy to love your life? My coach, Robert Holden, said in class, busyness is what you give your time to, but purpose is what you give your heart to. I love this idea. Are you feeling purposeful, or are you just caught in the busyness of life? I'm going to give you some tips today on how to take a look at the busyness you might be in and the solution you might be looking for. I found this in a book called Success Intelligence. And the idea here is how do other cultures define busy? I found this really, really interesting. In Chinese, there are two characters that come together for busy. One is the character of heart, and the other is the character of killing. And the definition is that busyness depicts that a mindless busyness depicts that a mindless person defeats the essence and becomes lost. So busyness is associated with mindlessness, defeating our essence, or in other words, our heart, and becoming lost. Yow. (laughs) I mean, that really just kind of cracks it open. And if you're listening in one of our many 50 states, you were probably raised on the idea that being busy is wise. Being busy is a path you want to follow, but a lot of us are suffering from it. I came to understand in my own journey that being busy gave me this feeling that I was putting forth a lot of effort, but at some point I had to ask myself, and this really kind of brought me to my knees, was I being effective? 
because really that was the result I was after. In 2008, I had been teaching at a community college for eight years, and I had transferred after being in another system for nine years as a tutor and a coordinator for events uh, in education. Now I had my own classroom, and I was working with students between the ages, on average, of 16 to 42. And students were constantly talking about their busyness. And I remember how I always tried to trump that with the idea that I was busier. It's almost as if I was competing with my students. They would say things like, well, when I go home, I have to answer 30 emails. And I would say, oh, 30, you know, take a look at my inbox. I've got 150 just from you guys. Or they'd say things like, you know, when I go home, I have to read these 18 pages that you assigned and have it all ready by Monday. And I'd say, you know, you think you've got a lot of reading to do. I've got to read 75 essays and give, give feedback on them and sound smart, right? I'm busy. You might be busy, but I'm really busy. And, you know, it came out of this funny place of having pride that I just never had any time for anything other than giving effort to my job. But one day I had to ask myself, am I being effective? And you might ask, well, what made you just ask that question? Well, here it is. My busyness led to injury. I had back pain, shoulder pain, foot pain, headache pain, eye strain, stomach pain. I had a list of little annoyances. And I just thought that's the way the world was. I really did. I remember going to the chiropractor, and this was only because my back hurt so dang much. I wasn't sure how I was going to keep walking around. And a friend said, you know, I go to the chiropractor and get great results. So I went. And you want to know his first question? How busy are you? And I thought, what do you mean, how busy am I? I'm busy. I'm really busy. Everyone's busy. I'm very busy, but we're all busy. I wore it like a badge of pride. Like, I'm, I'm doing great in the world. I'm an American. <laughs> I'm busy, right? I'm doing well. And he said, I think we know now what's wrong with your back. I had no idea what he was talking about. None. But the more I listened to him, that I was to ice my back, that I was to walk a mile, that I was to take this resting time, that I was not to sit on the bus, but I was to stand on the bus, that I was to not work after 4 p.m. I said, my God, I'll have to get up at 4 a.m. He said, no, no, that's not how it works. You're too busy for your back. What? I'm too busy for my back? And he said, yeah. You're having a hard time holding up that spine. My God, I had no idea. So this was a turning point for me. If I was going to stay in good health, if I was going to be of service to my students, well, I was going to have to figure out how to change things. I was going to have to get over this idea that all my good effort was really contributing to effectiveness. It wasn't. It was causing me injury. Now ask me if during those eight years I was doing any of my writing. And the answer? Nope. Why? Because I was too busy. I was a writer who was too busy to write. <laughs> I was a teacher. That had to come first. I also had a husband. I had to impress him and let him know that I was a wonderful teacher and wonderful teachers, they work late into the night. I had this system 
and it really had nothing to do with my values. I had no heart whatsoever in my definition of busyness. So I got hurt. I hurt my body pretty darn bad. And I had to learn. This is not effective. What's going on in your world? How is it that you're busy and how are you justifying that it works for you? I'm going to just break it to you. Busyness, when it's chronic, busyness is a liar. It just lies to you. It makes you think things are going well because you've created a status for yourself as a busy person. You might be going down the street or talking with your friends or whatever and sharing that I'm busy, but what you think you're saying is I'm valuable. I know that's what I thought I was saying. You feel like you're saying I'm important. Here's another one that was very true for me. I felt like if I said I'm busy, that people would know that I'm driven, that things matter to me. The biggest lie for me, though, was the idea that my busyness helped me focus, and it didn't. It didn't help me focus. It didn't help me be creative. My busyness kept me scattered, and it blocked my creativity. My busyness made me lie. I mean, whenever someone would say, you know, are you a writer? And I'd say, yes. And they'd say, what are you writing? And I'd think, hmm, nothing. Not writing anything. Don't have time to write. Well, what, what's the definition of a writer? I mean, come on, a writer is someone who writes, right? <laughs> I wasn't doing it because I was too busy. I was just too busy to be in my values. One of my number one values is writing. So what are your questions? What is your question when it comes to busyness? And are you too busy to love your life? Let's go to Daniela, who is writing to us from, I don't know the city, Indianola. Hmm, great, Indianola. You familiar with that, Eric, Indianola? Is that in Indianapolis, maybe? Or hmm, Maybe, maybe. I'll look it up while you answer the question. Cool, okay. Uh, Daniela says, I really want to read a book. I really want to even take time to write a book. But I am truly too busy. Two kids, two dogs, a part-time job, and a busy husband. I've had an idea for my book for a very long time now, but I have no idea how to change my schedule and start a project like a book, which seems just massive. But when I think about my years in school, I loved writing, and I always got my best grades there. I used to write stories when I had time. I even got published once when I wrote a political opinion piece. But I wasn't nearly as busy then. I guess I just miss writing. Do you have any ideas? Yeah, I do have some ideas. Let's take a look at some of these key points here, Daniela. Thank you, by the way, for writing into us. Looks like you have a full family. So, okay, one good point there. You're staying very active with the family. Also looks like you say you've had an idea for a book for a long time. I understand that. I am just starting to draft a book I've had an idea for, don't tell anyone, Daniela, 22 years, okay? It happens. Uh, I want to focus in on this. I used to write stories when I had time. I even got published once when I wrote a political opinion piece, but I wasn't nearly as busy then. All right, that's where I want you to start. So what I'm hearing is you are comfortable writing things that are smaller than a book. Uh, I think you even said that you got good grades. Did you say something about school? Your best grades came from writing. So, so we're mixing some pleasure 
with uh, your past. Your past experience tells you that there was a time when you could do some writing. Your past experience also tells you you got published once for a shorter piece. That's your golden ticket. You probably have enough time to write smaller pieces, to write one-page articles. You might even have time to sit down and draft for 20 minutes or go for a real challenge, 12, and write a blog piece. I wonder, Daniela, if you know of the software called Wix. It's W-I-X. It's basically a blogging software. It's completely free. And you could start a blog and just just set yourself up for a challenge. Give yourself a 30-day challenge. Set the timer for 12 minutes and write. And just see, in one month's time, how many blog posts did you begin? Now, don't worry. Don't worry if they're not ready for the New York Times. That's not what we're doing here, okay? When, when you talk about editing and proofreading, you are talking about needing a little more time. But if you want to write, if you want to start seeing your words on your computer screen or on the page in front of you, then I want you to do it. Set that timer for 12 minutes. Set yourself up for a one-month challenge and just write. Now, remember, you wrote a political piece. You might want to go and dig that out. Just see what you had to say. Ask yourself, how long did it take me to do this? If you were back in school when you did it, well, I can tell you this, Daniela, if you were one of my students, you probably did it the night before. <laughs> right? You didn't spend three weeks on it, right? Or maybe you did. Maybe you're the sort of person that puts a tremendous amount of time into your writing. But what I want to encourage you to do is think about how creative you would be, how you would be lifting the block if you just gave yourself 12 minutes to sit down and go for it. This is an area where you got good grades. So I invite you, do it, and in 30 days, I want to hear back from you. Did we find out where Indianola is? Yeah, and I, I didn't want to interrupt you, but it's uh, on right here in uh, good old Washington on the Kitsap Peninsula, and is located near Kingston. And ah. looks like a beautiful place as I look at the pictures here. Fantastic. So lots of inspiration uh, surrounding her as she's writing, I'm thinking. Ooh, Eric is suggesting a nice view for you. Take a look at that view and see how that inspires you. Great. Thank you, Eric. Thank you very much. Uh, we still have time for more questions. If you want to write in, you can send a question to Debbie, D-E-B-B-Y, at CoachDebbie.com, just like Daniela did. Or you could text me through Facebook Messenger. We're kind of blowing the bubble here on this idea that if you are chronically busy, you're not really offering yourself that status of importance and drive and value that you might think you're giving yourself. You might actually be further into some confusion, some anxiety, and some fear. I am in company with you. I spent years and years and years being way too busy, way too busy. And like I said in the earlier segment, I had to find injuries showing up in my world before I was willing to make the connection that it could have anything to do with my busyness. Here's a thought for you. Busyness can be just noise we are doing Nothing of real importance. Busyness can be just noise when we are doing nothing of real importance. So think about that for a second. Have you ever seen your boss coming down the hallway and all of a sudden you think, ah, I better look busy. 
right? And you create the finger tapping on your computer. It's kind of noisy. Kind of makes it look like you're really up to something. And you're thinking your boss is going to have a lot of value around that. You look busy. But if they ask you what you're doing, you might have to make something up, right? Think about this. Busyness can become a block in your life if it becomes your way of life. So think of all the places that you're willing to be busy, but you're not really getting to the other things that matter to you. So ask yourself this. When was the last time you were available to an invitation? Maybe a gathering. Maybe a reunion. Maybe a celebration. Maybe some sort of milestone. When were you last there? And if you weren't there, was it because you were busy? When was the last time you thought of taking a writing class? And if you didn't sign up, was it because you were thinking you were too busy? I'm going to help you turn that around when we come back from our next break. Stay tuned. We will be right back with more Story You Talk Radio. Some knowledge belongs to us and us alone. The way our girlfriends walk, talk, touch their hair. Details that only a sister can know about her girls. But what about our other girls? The ones we carry with us every day. Our bond with our sister girls gives life. But knowing your breasts can save it. Go to knowyourgirls.org for the facts you need on breast health. Brought to you by Susan G. Coleman and the Ad Council. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. I am your host, Coach Debbie. And we are talking today about your busy life. Are you too busy to love your life? If you are, you're going to miss out on something darn cool. And that is Kim Trimmer's Yoga Retreat. You didn't see that coming, did you? Kim Trimmer is the founder and operator of IOY Studio, which stands for Inside Out Yoga Studio, IOYstudio.com. Her retreat is starting June 7th here in Washington. I believe it's going to be on Whidbey Island. But she is right now accepting an early bird registration where you can receive a discount. If you sign up before Friday, May 17th, 2019, you will get an early bird discount. You can take a look at my Facebook page for the event, or you can go straight over to IOYstudio.com and register. Remember, you have time. Yeah, that's what we're talking about today. All these things that keep us from having time to love our life. Now, here's one that might really, really, really surprise you. What about the idea of the person who is too busy because they're willing to avoid things instead of get involved? And now we're going a little deep here. Think about this. If you are chronically busy, the number one obstacle to your spiritual growth is going to be the fact that you don't have time for it. Yeah? If you're like many of us that are listening to KKNW, you feel you are on a path to developing and giving of your best self. But if you are chronically busy, is that happening? Are you avoiding that from happening? If you're busy, do you have time for intimacy? Do you have time for your life purpose? What about those important chances? What about that opportunity to move to another country? What about your relationship with the divine? 
What about that really deep stuff? What about your programs? What about your 12-step program, your marriage program, your parenting program? If you're chronically busy, are you avoiding all those? My guess is chronically busy people are experiencing some fear, some pain, some loneliness. I will tell you I experienced all that before I was busy and while I was busy. Why? Because I was avoiding the thing I really wanted to be doing. Why was I avoiding it? Because I didn't think I'd do it well. It really always comes back to the same stuff. We're not as different as we think. And if we're chronically busy, we're not getting the opportunity to be unique and to express where we are different and individual. I've got this great question here from Will. Will is 37 years old. I don't know where he's writing from, but he says, Hey, I take pride in being busy. (laughs) Good. Good, Will. And I take pride in meeting my goals. The only thing is I can't really add to my list because it's always completely jammed. I haven't really thought about being busy as something chronic, like you said. I think I just have to accept that at my age, I'm building my career. And so I'm just supposed to be busy. Hmm. Well, let's dive into this just a little bit. Let's take this. Am I just supposed to be busy since I'm building my career? So at what point in time did we decide that building a career and busy go side by side? Uh, Will, I'm going to bust your bubble just for a second here. I'm going to focus on... uh, I'm I'm in a lot of circles for entrepreneurs. And one of the goals, at least for female entrepreneurs, is to... Find a way to get back to family life and have weekend time. So I read a lot of articles about people achieving less busyness. Now, a female entrepreneur is on the climb. She is making her way toward her own wealth, whether that's wealth of feeling expressive or financial wealth or being, being of service and living out some sort of dream. So what I've come to understand is that entrepreneurs, they don't want to be overly busy. They want to be productive. They want to be well-structured. They want to be focused. Uh, what other words can come to mind here? Productive, focused, structured. Um, you're saying, don't I just have to accept being busy? Well, how about this, Will? Are you effective? Did you catch me earlier in the show when I talked about the idea that I thought all of my effort just automatically equaled effectivity, but, or maybe the words efficacy. Bottom line is, We can spend a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of effort and spin and spin and spin and spin our wheels. And we get some stuff done. We might even get a lot of stuff done. But at the end of the day, Will, is your goal to be busy? My guess is it's not. Did you tell me what kind of career you're building here? I'm just scanning. No, I don't see it. I don't see it, but it doesn't really matter. I want to commend you for your willingness to be busy. And I want to commend you for taking it on with pride. But I just want you to devise yourself some sort of checklist. Ask yourself, how much effort am I spending being busy. 
And then I want you to ask, do I need to spend this much effort, this many hours being busy? Could I be just as effective and not quite as busy? Because really, we're, we're going for the results. What's a result you might find if you weren't as busy? I mean, one thing is you, you might find that your confusion, if you're experiencing any at all building your career, your confusion calms down. You might find your anxiety at bay. If you had pain in your body like me, that might go away. But Will, what I, what I really hope for you are these deeper things. That if you weren't as busy, still productive at your job, but not as busy, might you have a little more time for that family, that sweetheart, that intimacy of your life? Might you have a little more time for the hobbies and the things that you find life purpose in? Might you be able to have a real relationship just with yourself or with the divine or with that that you would call your source of energy. Whatever it is, might you be able to build that more? I think I'm going to close with a little story. It just came to me. A friend of mine, Antonio, who I just adore. Antonio spent three and a half solid days with me in Seattle just last week. This is one of the sweetest, most wonderful friends I made in college. And we started college together in a master's program in 1998. We met in line to register for courses. We became dear friends. And thanks to all the technology in the world, at least in the last 10 years, if not for the first 10 years, we communicated by way of texting and, and telephone and even now more video recording because we can. Antonio moved to Miami and I have stayed in Seattle. And for, like I said, the last 10 years, we have been deeply in touch with each other. But the opportunity came a few years ago for us to get together, and it passed. And I would say the reason was that we were busy. And the opportunity came last year, and it passed. And I know the reason was that I was busy. But the opportunity came again this year, and I was determined it would not pass. I couldn't control Antonio's schedule, but I just knew on my end, I will not be that person that says I'm too busy. And my guess is he was just as committed because we cleared our schedules for three and a half days. I wasn't on Facebook I wasn't taking phone messages. I wasn't answering even my front door, right? I was just completely engulfed in this agenda of catching up with my friend who I hadn't seen since the spring of 2000. We talked about everything. This is a creative, focused, purposeful, intimate, loving wonderful friendship. And I could have, for the third time, missed my opportunity to be face-to-face with that. I missed it two times in a row. Why didn't I this time? This is the secret to the whole show. Because I made the choice not to. And I know how simple that sounds. Oh, you just made the choice. Well, what does that mean? That means seeing it from the distance and saying, you know what? In 60 days, 
If I get my act together starting right now, I could clear my calendar for three and a half days and just spend time with my friend. Really high quality, loving time with my friend. I bet you, and I know you're going to think I'm exaggerating, but I bet you if I live to be 101 on my deathbed, I'm going to be remembering these three and a half days because they were so memorable and wonderful for me. And it meant making a commitment so that it could happen. Here's an ode to Annette. Annette, my friend. Annette, your friend, who is here talking about your professional image. She's currently in Italy. She started planning that trip a year ago. Annette, like me, is in her 50s, and this is her first trip to Europe. Her first. But again, why is it her first? Because now she is making the choice to make it happen. She sent me a choked-up little video conference call of how amazing this trip is for her, and I believe it. She made the commitment. You might not have a need to get all the way across the country or all the way to another continent right now. It might be that you just want to write an article. Do you have 12 minutes? It might be that you want to see your friend across the street. Can you make time tomorrow? It might be that you want to start planning your family's vacation. It might be that it's time for a new job. It might be that you want to buy a house. Whatever it is, your busyness will block it. But your focus, your denial of this idea that you have to put in so much effort and instead you can just be effective, that's going to make the change for you. And that, my friend, is how you choose it. I hope this has served you. I will be back next Thursday at 4 o'clock for another edition of Story You Talk Radio. Until then, namaste, my friends.